2: If you are looking for the highest level of Lincoln luxury, look no further than
1: Woodhouse Lincoln, Nebraska's exclusive Lincoln Black Label dealer. With advantages that extend beyond the driver's seat, your Lincoln Black Label SUV will be immersed in innovative technologies, luxurious interior amenities, and effortless maintenance. With Lincoln pickup
2: and delivery, our knowledgeable sales team will curate the Lincoln SUV fit for your lifestyle. Explore the four Lincoln Black Label themes view our inventory online at WoodhouseLincoln.com.
0: welcome back everybody to Motor City Realists I don't even know what episode we're on it's uh, Mike and Zach back after a short long however you want to say it hiatus Um, and in that time um, I want to check on you Mike because uh, your son seemed to have figured out how to use your phone to the point where he's posting himself on Snapchat uh, and and your Buckeyes took a took a tough loss to to Michigan so uh, just wondering you know where's where's your mental health at
2: yeah, we'll talk about the the Michigan uh, Buckeyes game here, but but the the son got me in a little bit of trouble because see, uh, no. Wednesdays I'm home while my wife is working, and we usually go up. Uh, I lay him down for nap time. I usually watch TV. Well, this just happened to be uh, old dad fell asleep, and old son stayed awake. And I, I the only reason I have Snapchat is because my wife sends me stuff with the kids and stuff like that. You know, when I'm at work and stuff like that. I don't know how. I'll have to post. I'm not a TikTok guy, but I thought this would be like a good my first good TikTok video. But I mean, literally, he's just video and he he posted it to my story. He's yeah. literally videoing himself, like saying, you know, like giggling, and he's like, "Hey, Dad, say cheese!" And he like
0: <laughs> puts the camera
2: on me, and I'm just passed out. So yeah, I got lots of messages, lots of uh, lots of flack for that. My wife wasn't very happy, but uh, but yes, that's uh that's what a uh, two to be. Uh, soon to be three year old, uh, you get to look forward to. But, but like I said, we'll talk about the Buckeyes in Michigan. But uh, how's things been for you? Like you said, we've we've been off for a little bit. We took some holiday time. Um, I, I think we both kind of had a. I mean, we had a lot going on, but we were both like, "Man, let's ride this win this win wave." Maybe take a yeah. few episodes off. Continue to win. Going to talk heavy about the Lions like we usually do. But what you, what you've been up to over there in Tampa? Did you yeah. come home for the holidays?
0: Yeah, so um like you said, we had you know it took the holiday break. I was I went to uh, Memphis to to hang out with the uh the fam um for that week. I think the week before that we were both sick. I don't know if we put that update on Twitter. That's why we missed that week. Um but uh no man, other than that, haven't been up to haven't been up to much. Um couple couple of Bolts games here and there. I've got uh coming up, I'm pretty excited about the uh the Bucks playing Monday night. And so we'll be going to that. It's a home game against the Saints. And then uh right after that, the Bolts On Tuesday, play the they host the Wings, so I will be at that game. Get to see the Wings for the first time this season live. That'll be fun. Um, So yeah, just got that coming up. But but no, and I'm 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 excited to be back. Glad to be back on the show. Um, We got a lot of catching up to do. Got got uh, up to four wins now for the Lions, and I know early on we 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 said something like uh, eight and nine or whatever that comes out to be nine and eight um then we then I shifted down drastically to two and two and 14 or what is it two would be two and 15 uh but here we are with four wins so yeah are, you know. a lot
2: lots change I mean basically the last five games you know we're three and two um I'm, I'm obviously I'm gonna go back to the Miami game you know but basically those two losses uh you know Miami and Buffalo um they are not losses. I mean, they're losses that you probably would expect, basically where we are with the organization. But you compile those two losses, and we've lost those two losses uh, combined, seven points. And both those teams are going to make the playoffs. One's a, a heavy Super Bowl favorite, if, if not. But basically, what was your thought going into Thanksgiving? Was Thanksgiving different to you, or was there that slight re- feeling that, oh, we're on a hot streak We should hang with the bills, probably expect to lose. Or did you just say,
0: oh, because we're on a hot streak, it's just going to be like Thanksgiving, we're going to get blown up"? Uh, I I kind of, it was almost exactly like what you're, what you first said where, you know, we're riding a hot streak. It's still the bills. We're still going to lose, but we should put up a fight. Um, so, you know, it turned out to to be kind of at least what I expected. What, what, what were your feelings going into? Well, I mean, also, I want to say going into the Thanksgiving game, uh, Biggest thing was, I'm expecting a loss here with the Bills, but but the rest of our, our schedule looks very winnable. So yes, it was promising to me to see us put up a fight against the Bills. But, but but what was your feeling going into Thanksgiving? I mean, that
2: would have been a huge win. I wasn't expecting it. I'm just glad that we were competitive and and very. I mean, rightfully so. Outside, you know, you hate to see uh, Von Miller go down for for them. That was a big, you know, big momentum swing. What's that? So he went down. Oh, on yeah, turf. Turf. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about that. But, um, you know, I was elated. I was elated. I, I told my brother-in-law, I said, this is, uh, you know, we'll get into it, me being a-, a Buckeye fan. I know it's a little different, you know, for some of the Michigan fans, but we'll talk about that. But this is one of the few times that a Detroit Lions loss brought me more joy than an Ohio state loss. Like I, I felt better about, Oh, I felt better about the Detroit lions than I did the Ohio state Buckeyes. You know, that's probably the first time in, I don't know how yeah. many years, but, but I thought we played great. Um, again, uh, you know, we, we, missed a field goal that, that that's on the player. I think Campbell is, is finally starting to figure it out because every time I feel like every, I can't, even, I, I should look how many games. I feel like every opening drive, we, we just go right down the field. We get into the red zone, and then it gets to fourth and one and, and we decide, oh, are we gonna are we gonna go for it or are we gonna start kicking field goals? And we start kicking field goals and I think uh the past two games that, that's played us well. You know, granted, like I said, we, we missed a, a field goal this last game with the Bills and that came back to haunt us. But uh overall I think Campbell's starting to figure things out. There is a lot of time time management uh, you know, that I still think we need to figure out that that, you know, to to fast forward I felt like we were in position to win that game. Um, You know, when there was, you know, so many seconds left, I said, it's the bills. I said, I said they're going to be able to drain the clock and they're going to get it in there. And two passes later, you know, they're, they're driving. But I felt like that game was played and managed well until the very end where I felt like they were playing for the field goal as opposed to the the touchdown at the end. I felt like they were happy with the field goal, knowing that, Hey, we're going to go up three, you know, the bills have to drive the field, but, with the Bills offensive firepower. I mean, I had Stefan Diggs in my fantasy league, and I'm like, man, this is bittersweet. You know, Diggs is getting shut yeah. down. And then literally the last drive, he just explodes for like twenty points. Um, you know, fantasy wise. So overall happy, happy with I shouldn't say the outcome, but happy with the game. Um, but wow, man, that would have been would have been amazing to to go undefeated in November. Um, you know, setting up our matchup with Jacksonville this upcoming week with a a banged up ETN, you know, another four and seven team. But but yeah, I I was just happy we didn't get blown out and we looked good on national TV because we didn't have any national games this year. So so hopefully that that helps out a little bit going forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, touching on the end there, like, like like you said, it it probably should have been uh it should have been managed a little bit better. We probably could have won that game, but um you know at the end of the day, going into you know if you compare the beginning of the day and the end of the day, the beginning of the day you don't think you're going to win the game. You just want to play a tough game. As a fan, you know, as a player, obviously, you want to win the game. You go out there, players, coaches, the whole team. They, they go out there, and they, they, they want to win. But as a realistic Detroit fan, you just want a tough game, and that's what we got. Uh, but I want to go back quickly to – because we've missed a couple games, and, and I want to touch on the Bears game because – and I really want to hear your thoughts on the fourth quarter of this game because I think I texted you. I was um, flying at the time. And yeah. I'm I'm boarding my flight and, and we're down. I I don't remember, but it, it's multiple possessions I think, and and then I I land and I see that we won by one. And yeah. obviously, I'm looking through the uh, the scoring summary and I see we had an interception return for a touchdown. But but I mean, what what happened in the fourth quarter of that game? Uh, you remember? I mean, you know, like, it was, I know, I know it was, was so that long thing? ago. We had
2: like an interception I, return. I know, I'm and trying there's... to bring it together because. That would have been, uh, what was that? Hold on, let me bring it up. Yeah, this this is bad looking at it because I, I just, and we, so we, bas- did, we did. Oh, yeah, it because we had the, that was uh, the Okuda. Okuda had a pick six yeah. and, 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 uh, kind of switched, you know, the, the chains. Basically, Justin Fields just ran wild on us. That that was basically all that happened that entire game. Justin Fields just did what he wanted. You know, I watched Jalen Hurts on Monday Night Football this weekend. It kind of reminded me of that, like, these guys that can just put their foot down and just – got every defensive player running back – running down the field with their back to the quarterback, and these guys are just taking off. That's what, you know, yeah. Fields did. But Okuda got that pick six. That was a big game for him. Um, you know, Okuda ended up having a, a concussion, so he missed uh, most of the Giants game and Buffalo game. But uh, basically that that was a big turning point there. Uh, we got some, uh, you know, some nice possessions and basically – I mean, like I said, that was a, a 31-31 by one. Uh, the Giants, we won 31-18. Um, so we've been putting up some points. Basically, that was the turning point. It was just that pick six because that game was kind of all over the place. Um, at one point, I was like, there ain't no way in hell we're going to lose to not just the Bears but Justin Fields, you know. so But, yeah, you, you had texted me because you pretty much kind of wrote it off. And you're like, holy cow. So yeah, uh, that was pretty much, you know, the defense and Okuda, which I think we, we've kind of touched on it, you know, since it's been let go – whether it was his fault or not, you know, you don't want to blame one person. I feel like the, the defense is banded together. Um, there's, there's not any huge firepower. I mean, you're getting a lot of production out, out of these rookies, these good guys. So there's a lot of, a lot of uh, excitement, you know, but I mean, there's, they're, they're playing better. So it's weird. So, so I don't have outside of that, that pick six, you know, back in Chicago, I don't, I don't necessarily know that um, there was one thing that, that really changed the things, but then we went into to to the Giants and we were talking. Uh, you know, I don't know if you had a chance to watch that game, but I just felt like, okay, the Giants didn't have anybody. We we were we. I mean, we just shut down Saquon Barkley. I felt like for for whatever whatever reason it was, Kenny Galladay was just going to torch us. I felt like Galladay was going to go for like ten catches, one hundred and sixty yards, and it was just gonna be like you got to be kidding me. But uh, overall, you know, it, great game. What but what it. You know, and this is—I know—I'm kind of stringing everything together here, but the, the portions that you have watched, one thing I've been really surprised about is our team is like laying the wood. Like when they're hitting people, like most of our injuries are friendly fire. Like Okuda, you know, he, he's gotten some, some stingers. He had a concussion. I mean, these guys are laying the wood, and they are just—they're kind of knocking each other out. It's kind of nice to see this grit. I feel like this is where kind of Dan Campbell comes from. You know, yeah. the guys are buying in. But I I mean have you noticed more of like a a tenation, you know just a just a different style a different demeanor on defense?
0: Yeah, I, the biggest the biggest intangible to me that I've noticed is that Lions teams in the past would get um dejected and would get uh frustrated and you know, demotivated very quickly in a game. You know, one or two things happen and heads are hanging. We're we're calling this a loss at the end of the first quarter. And yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah that's I feel like if we're down now, we're we're not
2: like we don't yeah. feel like we're out of
0: it. Right. Yeah. I see a lot more fight, a lot more um a four quarters football team out of out of this squad. Uh, which is good I, and I and, and like you said I think that comes from Dan Campbell I, that's the whole grit thing you know and we were we we're getting tired of it through the first couple of weeks of, of him talking about this grit and and passion and all that and and not getting any results but but it's a time thing and and they're coming through now um, so but but and another thing I want to touch on is because we said we were gonna look for this in the Bears game um, the touches between Swift and and Williams and I and, yeah. and 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 because you brought because up because we, we were talking about grass, yes, yeah, and you were talking about the Giants game, and that was the the Jamal Williams three touchdown game, which was huge, um, but it, but it's been consistent ever since you mentioned that. I, I it was like sixteen carries to for Williams to six for Swift in that Chicago game, and then the next game it was like seventeen to five for Williams in the Giants game, and then the, and then Thanksgiving same thing, seventeen to six or seventeen to five something like that, so. I mean, do you do do you think Swift just doesn't have that grit in him? Is that why they're not giving him touches, or do you think Williams is just the better back?
2: I mean, I mean, you can't not say that Williams is the better back this year by far. But uh, but either way, um, you know, the the thing that I don't understand is, you know, early in the season, what what I like about Deuce Daly is like, you know, Swift has been banged up and passed. Swift, maybe he can play through his injury. So, so Deuce pretty much called him and said, hey, you know, you know, there's a difference between hurt and banged up. You need to play through this. So I don't know if this is, you know, Swift not being 100% and saying, hey, I, I can play. And they're watching his reps because I feel like every time we get down to the goal line, uh, if we're within the five, you know, you know, obviously you're, you're looking at Williams pounded in. But if we're within, you know, as soon as we get in the red zone, there's a few plays that Swifts in. He's going to run that crossing or that 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 option route over the middle. That's kind of where he's been his bread and butter. He's got two touchdowns doing that. That's basically fantasy wise. He's pretty much saved all the all of, all of his fantasy owners because he's not, he's carrying the ball five times, but he gets one catch for a touchdown. So you know yeah. he's getting there. But I do see some explosion out of him still. I see that is the one thing that you know it's so easy to me particular, to, to, to write him off and be like, man, I'm just so frustrated with the whole situation. But when he does get the ball in space, it, it is still very, very scary. But I don't know what's behind it, and that, that's what I don't get. I feel like from what I hear, he's he's been open to it. He says, I'm here to wherever you guys need me. But, uh, you know, these are – I know Williams was signed on, I believe, a two-year deal. So I, there's no way in hell you let Williams get away – get get out of this franchise because he's kind of the spark plug. He's the leader. Um, you know, obviously I want to see Swift uh, hang around. There's no need for uh, us to put ourselves in a situation where we need to bring some backs in. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know if the turf, we, we talked about Von Miller, you know, um, you know, there's, there's players continuing to say that everyone needs to go to, to uh, grass, but uh, I, I don't Even know. Good old
0: Kelly Stafford piped up.
2: Oh yeah. Like I said, she's very big. There's a whole, Discussion there as far as uh, whether they're going to shut down Matthew Stafford, um, but but I don't know. I, I you know Kevin right here we're, we're live on YouTube for those uh, I like this theory. The for,
0: what's that? I like this theory that Kev's got here.
2: Well, I know, you know, Campbell's very blue collar. So, so one of the comments here is, you know, could he be too flashy for Campbell? You know, damn seems like the kind of guy who wants to get 10 yards dragging three guys instead of 20 juking and spinning all over the place. You know, it could be another theory, but there, I feel like there's a lot of things that play with, within the lines organization this year. I mean, I know they're high on the guy, you know, you know, speed and talent. You, you can't coach that, you, you know, they're, they're gushing over Jameson Williams right now. His first practice and they, you know, Golf came out and said he's very, very, very fast, and, and they emphasized him saying "very" three times. My concern is, is does Golf have the arm to to throw to a guy like Jameson Williams? You know, so. Um, but yeah, I, I, I that's what I can't wrap my head around. I can't wrap my head around the Swift situation. What what's your take on it? What, I mean, what are you thinking? Is it are they trying to ease somebody back, or is it just kind of what's working right now? So we're gonna ride it.
0: Uh, I will say for me over the last 4 or 5 weeks I've just turned into a big Jamal Williams guy. I love this I guy think America has. I mean yeah. Yeah. I mean you got to. Like I and if it's a, if it's a point where it you know it just makes more sense for the organization to send Swift somewhere because he's not willing to back up Jamal Williams. I'm 100% okay with that because I I will ride or die with Jamal Williams. Yeah you know, his production obviously speaks for itself, but I just love the guy. I love his bounce. I love his effort. Um, and when Jameson Williams comes back, I just love how people I, I, you know, broadcasters and everybody are going to be confused between calling Jameson Williams and Jamal Williams all game long. You know, that's what I'm looking forward to. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's
2: going to be the, the first time. And I don't know how many years that you're going to see number nine, one of the fastest people on the field. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean uh, it, it's exciting. I, I don't. I don't think there's any animosity or anything like that. I think that's a good, uh, uh, you know, player personnel group. Uh, I don't think Swift. I, I, I don't think Swift in his situation. I don't think he feels like he has to be the guy. I don't feel like he's like pressing to be the guy. I think maybe this kind of open. It, 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 this almost kind of reminds me. Uh, this very quickly uh, escalated kind of like the Zeke uh, Tony Pollard situation where. You know. Zeke was the dude. Everybody knew what Pollard could bring to the table, and now you're seeing, you know, this is kind of like roles reverse where I'd say Williams is more like the Zeke guy, obviously. But, uh, you know, Tony Pollard has shown he's been more durable. Granted, he hasn't had, um, you know, the starts at, at, like Swift has. So it's a good sprinkle here and there. I'm all for it as long as these guys are happy because that's one of the things you don't want to get your studs to to be aggravated or upset. But it is it's it's business, and I think people know that. Uh, don't want to lose a guy like that because he definitely adds tons of value. And, and going into the draft this year, you know, I, I'm still still very dead set on, especially after Ohio State Michigan game and just watching CJ Stroud all season. Um, Stroud is not the guy. I, I don't think his stock is is tumbling by any means, but I, I just he's he's not the guy. Uh, I, I really don't think. I mean, everyone even everyone thinks that Bryce Young is pretty much the quarterback to take. But I don't – he's not going to be there for us. I'm still not high on him. Will Levis or Levis, whatever his name is from Kentucky. I just don't think you take a quarterback with that pick. I'm still very strong on maybe Will Anderson or something like that defensive line. But either way, you you, you stock up on the defense line. I was watching Woodward Sports today. I tell you what right now, not to talk about another network, but those guys drive me freaking nuts. They are they are anti golf, anti golf, which is totally fine because that's a different take for me. I, I'm I'm not saying by any means he's amazing, but I think you can win with him, and I think you can win the Super Bowl. Their concept was you can win with him, but you can't win the Super Bowl, and it's been proven because you know he's with the Rams. Which okay, that's fine. Um, but they're saying you know obviously they were talking about you know one of their analysts was saying you have got to go after uh, you have to you have to do everything you possibly can to get Lamar Jackson. Um, the Baltimore situation it's crumbling. You got to bring him in. There's been those grumblings. I don't want Lamar. Don't get me wrong. He's a, he's a generational talent, but with golf already making thirty million, Lamar Jackson is going to get paid. We got tons of cap. I get it, but that's not. I don't think that's going to solve all, the offensive issue because I don't think offensively right now is 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 our issue. We got to focus on defense. Do what we need to do. I know. I always talk about golf. I, I know you've you've seen different things, different concepts. And I don't know necessarily if I've ever really asked you. We've probably talked about it here and there, but what what would you be okay with next year? Would you be okay with golf in this offense for next year if we if we put the you know the picks and everything on defense? Or are you hey, yeah, golf's gonna be here, maybe he mentors somebody, but we need to bring somebody in now.
0: I, I think a few weeks ago, um a couple episodes back, I said that I was hoping we could get a quarterback. Um, and I was looking to replace Goff, but, but now as the season progresses and, you know, we've got some wins and I see how we're playing and, and, you know, the, the tumble of Green Bay specifically in the division in Chicago, you know, not, not quite getting wins yet. And, and I think we're okay going another year with, with golf. Um, I'm, I'm okay with picking defense. I'm, I'm on your side there. I like that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to switch my tune on that because I, I, and I wanted, I know I mentioned Hendon Hooker. That was when Tennessee was still undefeated and hadn't played a whole lot of the bulk of the competition that they have played at this point now. And and I don't think Hooker's the guy anymore. Um, I agree with you. I don't think Stroud's the guy. Uh, Bryce Young could be going to be a little bit of a a project, but – I, I wanted to touch before we move on from, from the offense, the, uh, the running backs. Cause we were, we were talking about the running backs and hard knocks. I know you said you didn't watch all of hard knocks, but there was, there was a big emphasis from Deuce Staley saying that, you know, Swift, Swift has that next level in him. He can be an elite running back and he kept harping on this and hard knocks. And, and I think it lit a fire under Jamal Williams. And I think that's why he's playing as well as he's playing this year. You know, he, right he's, like, so. yeah, you know, he's probably saying, you know, why is he saying that about him? Not about me. Let me go show him what's up. And, so I, I think that had a, I would like to think that that had a lot to do with Jamal Williams' success, but who knows? So
2: so like you said, you know, we talked about a couple of different things. We'll, we'll go back to Buffalo quick and then we'll transition out of here. Biggest play from that game, like I said, I feel like, you know, we settled for a field goal. That's what we were playing for. We weren't playing for the touchdown towards the end. But what was your take? I, I know we talked about this off air. Your brother sent you a message. He, he had a take. <laughs> What was your take on that third and one where we fired that long ball to DJ Shark down the field where easily the way we've been running the ball, we could have easily pounded it out, got the first down and continue to drive. But yet we air it out and, you know, it, it is kind of what it is. What was your take? Do you think that was that was a, a drawn-up play? Goff just saw something and said, let's go for it. Or do you think that's just uh, Dan Campbell's, inex- I guess, uh, inexperience? they drawn yeah. up or you – I mean, I, to me, I just I, I was sitting around with my family, and everyone's like, "What the hell?" Like seriously, yeah. like even me, like
0: I remember in the moment thinking, "Like this is just bad clock management, right?" And and, and I think it comes down to, like you said, Campbell just being an inexperienced coach. Uh, I, I don't think there ever should there probably should have never been a pass look on that play. Like it, that should have that should have been option, you know, double B. You yeah. know. So, like I mean, he ran a deep route, so there had to be some kind of call unless it was like an option
2: route that he thought he was going to beat the, because I felt like he kind of had a step on the guy, but it was, it was a horrible throw.
0: Yeah. I feel like you just go up there and, and, and like your option is run the ball, you know, right or left. And, and your second option is if it does, if you don't like the look right to the other side or, you know, put a guy in motion, run the ball, like that th- never in your hierarchy, should there be throw the ball deep, you know? So I don't know who, the, I don't know who to put the blame on. And I didn't analyze it closely enough. To, to know who to put the blame on, but I agree. It was just, it was mismanaged. Um, could have, could have gone to OT. Could have, you know, who knows? You get a first down, play for a touchdown. I don't know. It was frustrating, but, but, and, and I, and you know, at least I knew when it happened, when we kicked the field goal, it's just like there, you know, it's Josh Allen. He's going you know, he doesn't need a touchdown. All he needs to do is get in field goal range. This is a line secondary. It's nothing to write home about. It was was frustrating, man. It was frustrating because we could have won that game. Or we could have at least gone to OT and had a better chance to win the game. Yeah, and and don't get me
2: wrong. The the quick wrap up here is I think Campbell's made tons of strides this year in his play calling, Uh, his management. There's still, as long as he's been in the NFL, I still think there's a lot for him to be said as far as game management, clock management, stuff like that, you know, different things. Maybe we need to get, like, you know, somebody to mentor him. I know that kind of sounds weird because I, I do love him as a coach, but he's, he's still raw. I mean, I get that, but I feel like we've made leaps and bounds. Uh, ben Johnson is, 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 you know, he, he kind of petered out for a little bit, but he's starting to play, uh, starting to make uh really, good. I, I think his the, the stuff he's designed is, you know, I, I love it. You know, obviously Tony Romo called that game and you know, Tony Romo loves anything that's kind of out there or anything, you know, it don't matter who he's rooting for, but, uh, but, yeah, I think we've made some some great leaps. Uh, you know, I, I always say, you know, a lot to be excited about. Obviously, we're at four wins. You know, we I came on season thought we would get nine, ten wins. I quickly backtracked that. You know, you got down to two wins. Um, but, like you said, you you look at the rest of the schedule. Like I said, we got way out of Jacksonville this week. Um, before, we, before we transition to our Red Wings recap, you know, I got to get a, a thought on you. Uh, It's a 1 o'clock game, Jacksonville. Uh, It's at home. You know, we got Jacksonville, we got Minnesota, and then we got uh, at the New York Jets and then at Carolina. That'll be uh, right before Christmas Day at Carolina. So uh, Minnesota, going to be a tough game. New York is going to be a tough game. I know that they're having some issues right now, but that Mike White's played good. Carolina, I would like to think uh, whatever quarterback they trot out there, we should win. But uh, and, and I'm not saying we're must win because I don't think it's like playoff or bust this year.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
2: mean, Jacksonville to keep the momentum, you got to win this game, right? You can't you can't lose this game and kind of fall flat on your face going into Minnesota and New York, right?
0: Yeah, I agree, and but I, I know we have this bad habit, the Lions, of of making like Trevor Lawrence type guys giving them their moment to shine. So I'm a little wary of that, but but I, I fully expect a Lions dub in that game. I don't care if it if it has to be ugly. I don't care. Uh, I will take a dub any any way you can get it. And then you go like you talk like TikTok talked about. You got Minnesota. We almost beat Minnesota the first time we played it. Not, now I know Minnesota's a much improved team, but I also think the Lions are, are a bit of an improved team. So um, to me, I think we can win. You know, I, I would I wouldn't give us the edge, but I think we can win that Vikings game more times than most people think we can win it. And then, like you talked about, Jets. You know, Mike White playing good, Zach Wilson benched. That could that could be a toss up. Um, maybe we'll get Ryan back on the show to talk about that. But, but I <laughs> but, in here. but but I, I'm going back to, from where I sit now, I'm going back to six wins, I seven wins, I i, I want to say seven but but i feel like one of those that we should win we're gonna drop so six or seven but i'm i don't know man i because i'm just happy at, at this point in the season being second <laughs> place in the division you know I, and you almost have hey. thought that the packers would have been at first but we're not to, we're
2: we definitely don't come out here and say we're analysts by any means. We we uh, we definitely flip flop quite a bit, but we talk about how it is. But uh, but yes, looking forward to obviously the Jacksonville game this weekend. Uh, you know that, that's again not a must win, but you got to win that game, I guess, yeah. Yeah. basically. So but but anyway, so obviously a lots happened uh, transitioning here into the Red Wings. We'll get our our Zach Mac Red Wing lowdown here. Lots happen. Uh, we've been off for a little bit. Uh, g- give us a, just a little breakdown. You know, I, I keep track obviously, but for the, for the fans at home, um, what's happened in the past couple weeks with the Red Wings, uh, obviously they started hot tonight. Uh, they started off with a 1-0 lead early, but last you said, I think they were losing three to one. I haven't checked recently, but, um, and I know every time you and I talk, we talk about is this a playoff team? Is this not a playoff <laughs> team? You know, where, where they're going. You know, I, I feel like, you know, we're, we're getting some guys back getting healthy, Um, but basically what's the, the last, uh, give me the load on the last three weeks.
0: Yeah. So real quick, 30 seconds. Um, last time we left off, they were going on their West coast trip and they, they dropped the first two of those and then they beat the sharks seven to four, which was nice. Nice to see the offense put that many pucks in the net. Um, and that was the first of four wins in a row. So we went on four game win streak. That was cool. And then we dropped our last game, our most recent game, which was to the Maple Leafs. Um, Four to two. That was Monday night, I think. And currently right now down four to one at the end of the second to Buffalo. So looks like we're gonna drop back to back games unless we pull out something in the third. Um but in that four game win streak, Billy huso shut out the Preds, got his third shutout season. He leads the league in shutouts. So that's good to see. I know we we've I think almost every episode i have harped on Talk goaltending. Yeah. So you know that that's promising. That it there's just it's been a roller coaster for the wings, which on one hand is better than recent years where it's just been a nosedive the entire season and we're giving up six to eight goals a game. Um, at least we're putting win streaks in there now. We just got to look for some consistency. Um, As far as being a playoff team, you know, right now they hold the, the top wild card spot. So I'm going to agree with <laughs> the standings and say we're a playoff not. team right now.
2: Te- teetering. Every, every week yeah. we teeter. So but uh, but yes I saw uh, obviously uh, Bertuzzi and or I mean uh, yeah those guys you know everybody I guess I wouldn't say necessarily getting healthy but I mean uh, you know full strength yep basically the past 3 weeks I always ask you this I ask you this week to week but is there a player the past 3 weeks that have stood out to you and again I can always say you know is it, it could be the same guy you said the last week I mean is there are there a couple of players that you're just uh seeing that are really hitting their stride right now, playing where they need to be.
0: Uh I am gonna give a shout out to Mo Sider because he got off the Schneid, got a goal, and now he's got two. So since we've been since we've been gone, he, he's got his first two goals this season, so it's good to see him getting back on the score sheet. Um the power play is getting is, is getting a little bit better. The penalty kill though, the penalty kill has been phenomenal. And during the four game win streak, I believe they were perfect on the penalty kill. They might have given one up in the last game, I don't know. But at least going into that last game, they were perfect during the win streak. So, I just love to see the defensive side. Um, also, the rookie Jonathan Bergerin, um, he scored tonight. He got he got that first goal. He, that was his second of the season. So, um, some good things happening uh, for the youngsters. Which I, it's kind of easy to say for the Red Wings because I feel like they're all youngsters. But but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it, it's good. And and um, like I said, I got that game coming up Tuesday next week. So we'll probably, um, for those of you that tune in live, we'll, we'll be on Wednesday again. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I get to see the wings live. I got a, I got a Moe cider. That's why I'm shouting them out. I got a Moe cider jersey in the mail, but it's not supposed to get here till the day after the game. So we're, we're going <laughs> to keep our fingers crossed and hope hope the UPS can pull through. If not, I'll have to wear my abdicator jersey. That is yeah, right I to, like I
2: say, tough time of the year for them to come through. So, but <laughs> But uh, all right, so we got our uh, our wings low down there. We'll just quickly touch on the Pistons. Obviously, we always we always want to touch on the Pistons. Not uh, tons of excitement there. A lot of players banged up. You know, past five games were three and two. Um, the last win going back to Utah uh, day before Thanksgiving. Um, you know, they lost Phoenix, Cleveland. They got trounced by. Uh, New York the other night basically last I looked they were they were pretty much even with New York they were even leading for a little bit they lost 110 to 140 um, like I said a lot of these guys banged up we got the Mavericks December 1st then Memphis then Miami Heat um, you know I, again we've talked about it this is a young raw team still trying to find their identity um, they're putting some pl- pieces in place. Um, but these guys right now are just banged up, you know, but my yeah. uh is knee. I think like that, I think he came back. Jaden Ivey's been taking his lumps. Uh, I don't even know what they decided on Cade. there's a good, good opportunity that he could have been shut down for the season with the shin. Um, but, but overall, I mean, you know, t- tons of, uh, tons of, <laughs> there we go, Ryan, a longer <laughs> engagement comment. There you go. I just, said his name five minutes ago first. and then he pops up. Yep. There you go. We were talking about, yeah, Ryan, uh, for those, again, for those of you, uh, listening to the podcast version, we're live on YouTube. So we would say comments. Ryan is our resident, uh, New York jets, uh, expert here. You know, we'll have to have him on in a couple weeks, uh, jumping in our comments, but, uh, but anyways, with the Pistons, you know, uh, a lot of bright spots, but, uh, this year I wouldn't say it's washed by any means, but no expectations there. We've compared, uh, you know, Lions, Wings, Pistons. I think there's more upside for for the Wings, um, obviously than the Lions there. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what what happens. But uh, yeah,
0: I want to um, I want to throw a little bit of pressure on on the Pistons for that. You talked about December first, which is tomorrow as we record. Um, they're playing the Mavericks. That's the only. It's actually the only NBA game on tomorrow. So hardcore basketball fans will be tuning into that. Um, people that aren't necessarily Pistons fans. So hopefully. No, sure. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully these youngsters can give them a show, and and I know it's gonna be we're probably not gonna win taking on Luka Doncic, um, but sh- at least at least show the world what we could do because all the basketball fans will be watching, I think.
2: And look at this. I throw this comment up here from Ryan.
0: Oh, he's, they, they are though. No, I, I they are a wa- them in Boston are absolute wagons.
2: He's saying the New York New Jersey Devils. They've reached wagon status right now. They're a top. Are they the top or the second uh, right now? But they're they're at top of their division, I believe. I've seen some banter within the within the belly up chats uh, in the hockey chats going back and forth, and that's actually one of one of Ryan's side projects. You have to check out his show. He's got that uh, that new, uh, new Jersey Devil shows well, again. We'll have him on, but uh, but yeah, talk a little hockey, you know, with the New Jersey Devils. Uh, I know we don't talk a lot about the leagues in general, but is there a team? Zach, for
0: you because you're the hockey guy that has surprised you this year. Um, I mean, the Devils are surprised. They went on that 13 game win streak, then then they lost a game, and now they're back on a three game win streak. So who knows? They might get they might reach 13 games again. I, I don't know. Boston, I watched um, last night because they played the Lightning, and and I I just watch all the Lightning games locally. Uh, so Boston looks good. They like. Like as good as you would always with the players that they have, they they should always be this good and and but they've been banged up in recent years. But they are, they are like Boston's going to be a tough team to beat. And um, but the team that surprised me the most, is Seattle Kraken, they are. Um, I think they're the fifth best record in the NHL. Um, sophomore season, they yep. beat the they beat the Golden Knights a couple nights ago, which which is like the two new kids on the block fighting each other. I was thinking but, speak <laughs> of the Golden Knights because they had their. Early runs when they came yep. in, so yeah, exactly. So hockey's been fun this year. Um, I, I I think it'll it'll straighten out a little bit more as we reach the halfway point. But no, early on it's been. Um, I, I, I want to give Ryan his props there for throwing that in there because he's right. They they are they are an absolute wagon. Fun fun team to watch. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, right. more fun than Boston. Boston's higher in the standings. The Devils are second, but but I would give I would watch a Devils game over over watching a Bruins game.
2: There you go. You're, you heard it from uh, our uh, Red Wing expert right there, It's Zach Mack saying the New Jersey Devils fun team to watch. But um, transitioning to another, I guess, uh, league sport of a team not fun to watch this season. Uh, let's talk a little bit. Were you able to watch the uh, the old uh, Ohio State Buckeyes versus Michigan Wolverines?
0: Yeah, I was at I was at the airport. So I was watching on my phone the whole time, but yeah, I watched the game. Yeah, so so that game, it, it kind of, um,
2: it, yeah, nobody likes watching. There is not many people, Kevin, that like watching Boston win. I think uh, Zach uh, has a has an article to to prove something around those points, but uh, but either way, Zach, Zach, Kevin, Kevin, in our comments here, uh, big big Boston guy, also big Alabama guy. I think he just kind of chases those
0: teams, but what do I know?
2: No, he. Yeah, you
0: remember when I sunk I sunk Boston Sports? I don't think they've won. They haven't won a chip since I.
2: No, and that's what I mean. I was okay with it. We had a resident Jordan from Fanwagon or whatever. So, but uh, but anyways, let's talk a little bit about this Ohio State Michigan game. Um, This is where I kind of transition out of the Detroit sports. I am a a Buckeye fan. Zach is a a, a Sparty, so there's no, uh, you know, no allegiance, I guess for him uh, I know you said you watched it um overall i mean i I feel like uh i I feel like the game was kind of what I expected i I really thought Ohio State should have handedly won that game especially without quorum uh, running their their running back, but basically jJ McCarthy. By no means – and I'm not coming on here to, to talk about uh, – they They smacked us, and rightfully so. When I say us, I'm a Buckeye. They smacked us. I can't say anything. But that game plan, the coaching, I felt like we were very reserved uh, the way the game was. Uh, and then they just ran it right down our throats to, to ice it. But basically, I mean, four plays over 60 yards, uh, really – I mean, that's what it yeah, was. you were
0: You were roasting the DBs on Twitter during the game. I saw that. It was
2: horrible. I mean, this was the worst. I mean, you got Denzel Burt. I mean, you got some of the highly top recruits. You know, I cannot stand, I cannot stand uh, Ohio State secondary. It's been this way all season long, but basically, you know, I, I mean, J.J. McCarthy, I mean, this is what Detroit, this is what the Lions, this is what the Pistons, this is what Tigers do. They make a kid that. Makes his living and dinging and dunking, and handing off the ball, look like a superstar, and just mm-hmm. air it out left and right. So, Iowa State got what they want, or got, I should say, got what they want, got what they deserve. They got smacked. Michigan looked good, you know, rightfully so. They're in that two spot. Georgia's above them. I don't think Michigan, and this is not the spite in me, but I don't think Michigan is really going to make much noise in that. I think this is Georgia's you know georgia's national championship to kind of run with um usc did look good against notre dame the other night uh they still had their issues caleb williams looked really good i felt like he was getting extra cocky that game so it'll be interesting to see kind of, kind of what happens against utah because they already took a loss to utah but but ohio state looked like crap uh, played like crap everything the game plan um the dbs uh cj stroud is just i i've
0: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really?
1: Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.
1: Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voice prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: I've said it all year long. He's a talent, but he's 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 I go to the NFL. Uh, happy for you, buddy. But, uh, I mean, yeah. it's just he, – he's not a guy that I'm excited about. You know, Queen Ewers, uh, you know, ha, has looked good this year with Texas. But, I mean, there's a, there's a log jam. We just kind of reload. It's kind of like Alabama and all those other top recruits. You know, it's one of those things where Bryce is going to leave, Stroud's going to leave, and both these teams are going to reload and they're going to be up there. You know, this is different. This is probably the first time in – and I don't know if Kevin's still, still watching, but I don't know how many – the first time in how many years that Alabama or Ohio State is – well, I guess – probably goes back to the inception of the the uh, college football playoffs anyways that one of these teams aren't gonna be in it so and of
0: course they violence um, you know, unless
2: unless you see one but uh what was your take on, on the little bit of time that you were able to, to watch the game uh, were you being a Michigan state spark? actually t- yeah where I guess where did you did you claim a dog in the fight or did you really not care
0: I mean I, you I, I tend way? I tend to lean Michigan in, in this game. Um, I, I took some classes at Michigan, so I have a little bit of allegiance there. But, you know, I, I'm still a Spartan, so uh, I, I, don't, um, I don't get worked up about this game. I just like watching this game because it's such a fun game to watch. Um, I, I, I respected that Michigan – because Ohio State shut Michigan's rundown kind of early and and I respected that Michigan like Ohio state basically said they're going to have to beat us by passing in, in Michigan. And like, I think that was the game. All right. Yes. Yeah. And Michigan was like, all right, no problem. So I respected that they were able to do that. And I, and I want to close comment back up from Kevin, because I do think that Harbaugh has a tendency to hold his hand, to not show his hand during the season. Uh, and he waits for this game and and he'll, he'll pull out stuff that I think like teams just don't have any film on because he doesn't need to use it earlier in the season. Their run game is so strong that they can they can just run 40 to 50 times on, on Big Ten teams and, and, and eventually beat them. You know? And we've saw it a couple of times this year with Michigan where they were playing a close game at half with teams that they shouldn't have been close with, Rutgers, Illinois, stuff like this. But by the fourth quarter, it's the whole Marshawn Lynch thing where you just – if you run a motherfucker over, oh, and oh, over, oh. And over 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 and over, they're just not going to want that. But
2: can we? I mean, and and I know. Again, I keep going back to this. I'm not spiteful by any means. But can we talk about a weirder person, a weirder head coach? Like, I just feel like everything about Harbaugh is just like a oh, weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like his brother is
0: like, like real chill. I I don't know these guys. Man, but I feel I, like okay. I, I asked this to my brother the other day. Does Does Jim Harbaugh always have a chew in? Because he's got like oh,
2: he's, and it looks like he's like that sloppy shoe that's just like running on his face. Yeah,
0: and there's, there's there's no bone right here. He's always got that ball. I don't know what's going on with his jaw. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Mike Mike. <laughs> Either is way, weird. horrible game for Ohio State. Uh yes, Mike Leach is weirder, but I think Mike Leach almost plays into being weird. I think yeah. he like kind of loves that aspect of things. Um, but, I mean, the the landscape of, of college football this upcoming year will be interesting. Hell, I, I even think, uh, you know, the, the old ball coach that was under saving what's that, Kiffin, I think he's a goofball. Uh, it would be interesting yeah. to see what Hugh frees. Um, you know, there's a lot of weird coaches, I guess, in general, in, in college football. I don't think necessarily um, NFLs, I, although I've, I've, I've watched a few things on Mike McDaniels recently with with the dolphins i think he's kind of yeah kind of goofy but it almost goes back to like those really really creative and talented artists like the people that do that kind of stuff are like really off or like really out there like they're really really
0: talented really really
2: great but like there's like something goofy
0: yeah if you submerge it. yourself 100 percent into one thing you're obviously going to be weird because you're gonna you have missed time on common sense like you shelter with your surroundings <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, but anyway, so,
2: yes, I just want to touch base. Obviously, uh, you know, being a, a Detroit sports show, uh, again, I, my roots. Uh, college, uh, you can blame my dad. I've been a Buckeye. Expected to win that game. Not what we thought. Heartbreaking, you know, going in. I, I can't see USC losing to Utah again uh, to, to let Ohio State slide in. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, they're right there. Kiffin, you know, Kiffin's a, a guy. And mm-hmm. then, and I think, and I know Kevin's still in our comments here. Uh, he'll love, uh, you know, Oregon. Uh, you know, they're, they're uh, oh, Bo Nix. I know he's got a lot to say about Bo Nix and stuff like that. But there's there's tons of talent that are definitely, uh, definitely goofy people. But uh, but before we get into our, uh, you know, little round table here, or really topics where we kind of pick one, uh, kind of can be, uh, you know, just general everything. Um, you know, how we're, I, I didn't get a chance to connect, you know, we're, we're going to talk a little personal stuff here. How was your holiday? Did you get a, a chance to go back? Did you guys, uh, did you fly into Michigan or?
0: We, um, we flew to Memphis yeah. for Thanksgiving. <clears throat> um, it was good, man. The food was good. Family was great. We went, go. we food went was spending out at a little, uh, lake house, um, over in Tennessee. So yeah, it was a good time, man. How was, uh, oh, you guys all met in Tennessee? Yeah, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Well, actually, the, yeah, the 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 lake house, the lake is actually Pickwick. like uh Kevin might even know about it cuz it's on the border of Alabama. Um but no, I mean, it was good, man. How how was uh how was yours with the family? Did the kids behave and everything?
1: Yeah, you know,
2: we went to one to the families, obviously uh, you know, my family on my uh, mom's side is it's pretty big. A lot of we've got the youngest. Well, I shouldn't say. My my sister's got the youngest and I got the the two next youngest in between there, between her kids. Um, So they ran around. They have a good old time. For us, you know, everyone drives like an hour to get there. We're like the odd ones out. It's like three hours. So it's like such a hassle. I mean, we love seeing our family but it's like go get there early. Uh, You know, the game starts. You want to see kickoff. We we said, okay, we're going to leave at this time because we had another Thanksgiving back home. So we're going to drive back. Well, it never works that way. We stayed longer. I finished the the Lions game because I absolutely had to. Um, wasn't mad about it. Drove home. I always end up driving home, which actually my wife drove to about halfway because I was just tired. And usually I end up I, I end up driving by myself. Everyone falls asleep, and it's like okay, it's the most you know miserable drive home. So so yeah. it wasn't too bad. Like you said, food was good. Uh, you know, it's always good to see the family. Um, I, I just wish that that the way things worked out, like like Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, were like broken up. Yeah. I feel like you go all this time and then, like, boom, boom, you're like travel mode for, for two months straight. It's like, man, couldn't, couldn't we have better plan this stuff like that? You know? So, yeah, traveling. That might be mode. a
0: hot take. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say that before, but I kind of like that. Like, and, and I but feel I agree, like, most yeah. people, like most people probably like them being close together, but I think I'm on your side where they should be broken up.
2: Or maybe we just need to make Easter like a bigger
0: deal. Yeah, damn pilgrims. You
2: know, cut it up. Yeah, we'll blame it on the pilgrims. There we go. So but whatever. But uh but anyways, uh, we'll get into our round table here. There there is something that I I just love and actually this is great. Kevin's still in the comments here, have Alabama guy. So I, I, I'm a huge Shark Tank guy. I love watching Shark Tank. I love Mark Cuban. I, I just love all that. Uh you know, uh, months ago I watched Shark Tank and these guys came on with these these big hats called the the it's like a big hat company. They pretty much take a ball cap and they put foam in it, and it's like you look like a bobblehead. And I thought like, this is really cool. It's almost like the foam finger, you know, the games and in Cuban's like, dude, I'll go in, you know, I'll sell these, you know, I'll get the rights, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, okay. Brian Robinson after the game, uh, you know, had a great game with Washington. He wore one in his locker, uh, the running back for Washington, obviously the Alabama guy. And it's one that I think he, it's his, he knows the daughter of the owner and he advertised it. And, uh, and he advertised it as locker and and it's just exploded since then you have to look it up on, on Twitter. If you haven't seen it, um, you can customize them. You can get your, your sports teams, but, but, uh, I think that's awesome. You know, like sports players that do that. I've always wanted to like, say, Hey, you know, we want to send you a shirt, you know, wear it at your locker. I I know, you know, these guys being in, in, in the, uh, the, uh, limelight, you know, they got to do the due diligence to make sure it's a reputable company. But, uh, but yes, either way I love the the Big Hat. I, I don't even know what the name of the company is, but I love love the company and what Brian Robinson did there for his uh his friends.
0: I have not even heard of that. Don't even know what it is. I'm going to look it up after the show. Big Hat. That's what's that's what it is. I, I don't hat. think it's that's the company. I'll look I'll up Brian Robinson. It. I'll find it. I'll find it. Um all right, my roundtable goes uh to college basketball this year. I don't know if you've tuned into any of it early in the season, but what they're doing with all these tournaments and these invitationals early in the season, we got good teams playing other good teams. It's they never do been. It early.
2: Yeah, I think the Buckeyes are playing Duke right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We got the Big Ten ACC Challenge going on right now, and and I know we've had a couple of these in the past that were early in the season, but it was only a couple, and, and now they're running like I, I want to say it's been dozens. Maybe that might be exaggerating, but it's like you would never see Gonzaga playing any top 25 team until tournament time because of their, well, you, you know, conference, but you don't see that in football. I think
2: obviously basketball is a, a, it's a longer season, but I do love matching these teams up early.
0: Yeah. Because, and, and here's the, the truth about basketball is the rankings don't matter preseason. Yeah. Early on. It's like the of death. You know? Yeah, for the first month, they don't matter. You might as well have these good teams playing each other because they're going to play each other in the, in the tournament anyway. And that's why Gonzaga can't win. I think that's what Gonzaga learns. They can't win a national championship because they're playing baby teams all year. And so here they go, I, you know, played a close game against Michigan state, Michigan state lost. Um, but then they lost to Kentucky. I think it's going to help them going forward. I'm by no means a Gonzaga fan, but I just like what college basketball is doing right now. There's a lot of watchable games early in the season and I love it.
2: Yeah. I think that's, that's one way they get you to draw it in. Obviously this time of year, um, you know, uh, See, yeah, I was just gonna say. I looked it is up. He,
0: not, is he lying, Noggin or is that boss. is that actually is it called Noggin Boss? Yeah, that, that's the company. It's called Noggin Boss. Which is I kind feel like of Kevin would give me something I don't want to Google at all. That's why. No, I like that. I, no. Yeah, that, that
2: does sound like some kind of uh, cheap porn or something like that. But, yeah. uh, but. Maybe that's what we'll have to do. We'll have to do, uh, maybe we'll we'll, we'll reach out to Noggin Boss and we'll, we'll either way, we'll maybe we'll get a hat, we'll do a giveaway or something like that. Be I'll
0: strange. do a full show with one on if, if we
2: get one. I was just one. saying,
0: dude, we just look here and be
2: like, cut the hole up. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think I just had it up. I doubt you'll be able to see it, but uh, just for sake of things, dude, it's uh, it's it's great. Um, I doubt you'll be able to see it on the camera there, but you see,
0: oh, okay, okay, yeah.
2: You see like, I see what like, you mean about the bobblehead thing, yeah. Yeah, so so either way, it's a cool concept that a guy using his platform to he didn't have to say anything; he just wore it. Uh, but but either way, that, that's really cool, especially a story like Brian Robinson, you know, a guy that gets shot early on in the season, and now he's coming back to be the, the number one running back for, for Washington. But uh, but either way, uh, Zach, you know, I, I'm glad we got back together. Uh, yeah, we 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 text we we Zach and I do this because we enjoy it. We have fun with it. We we're not like trying, you know podcasting, entertaining media um, you know there it's, it's grueling people that want to do it there's a lot of time effort you know things that go on. Zach and I we just text each other say hey let's get on camera you know so some some people that watch the show are probably like these guys suck which hey man whatever cool we're just having a good old time. It's a way to stay uh, you know connected way to talk about things that we enjoy. Um, but, but I've always appreciated, uh, Zach jumping on camera, especially with our, uh, our schedule is always kind of being all over the place. One, one week I was sick, Zach was sick. It's, I told him, I said, dude, I just love doing this. So, so I appreciate him, him being my, my wingman. Yes. There we go. Give it, give it to Kevin. Give you the love, love you guys with the little heart right there. Um, you know, I, I never, uh, I, I, I know I'm not gonna, uh, be one of those, uh, all, all of our viewers. All, yes. All of our viewers. All of us today. So, but, but either way, Zach, man, I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, hope you had a, a, a great, uh, great time off break. Looking forward to the rest of the wing season. Obviously we'll see what happens uh, this weekend with Jacksonville with the Lions. But Zach, you know, you started the show. I'll let you take us out of here.
0: Yeah. Like you said, um, let's get it. Let's get a quick, cause we, we like to do this, a quick score prediction for the Lions this weekend. I'm going to go. Oh yeah. I forgot about this. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go 20, 27, 26 Lions winning on a blocked extra point. Man,
2: I don't know about that in depth, but I was I was going twenty eight twenty four Detroit. Okay. Trevor yeah. Lawrence is playing good right now. Marvin Jones Jr. comes back to Detroit. You know, uh, uh, it'll be nice to see that. Obviously, he was Stafford's boy for a little bit, but he's got a lot of ties. Um, but uh, but either way, yeah. I'm going to have to go that I, I want to stay on the 30 route to hit another 30. I would love to see Jamison Williams play this week. I, there's a slight chance, but it doesn't sound like he's going to, but hopefully we'll get a back. Our defense will be a, a little, a uh, little more healthy, but, but yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, so we'll talk next week. And then, uh, obviously in, in a couple weeks we'll have, uh, Minnesota, and then we'll have the jets. So we'll get Ryan back on here.
0: All right, cool. All right. Thanks. Well, you heard it. Uh, Thanks for uh, thanks for joining. For those of you that are um, on the pod, thanks for listening. Uh, we both got Lions' victory in the twenties. Close game this weekend. We'll be right back here next week to recap how it goes, win or loss. Uh, Till then, take it easy and be safe. Talk about five and seven. Hi, I'm Maria,
1: and I'm Mike, and we're Team, team Ready. ready.